Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Let's check out this uh, New York high rise. Or uh, what, do you, what do you call that? You call that the city line? Look at this. This is amazing. I'm up on the uh, 15th floor. Look at that. It's fantastic. All right, there you go. Now we get get down to business. Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing fantastic this Thursday. Man, this week seems like it has really been stretched out. I don't know what it is about that. Hey there, Faith Post. Hope you're having a great evening there in Oklahoma. I hope you guys aren't getting too much of that rain. It started raining here this morning. I was like, oh. Had enough rain, had enough rain. Hey, Jen. So this, um, actually, I'm, I'm with my family that I came here to see this evening, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time. want to get right to this. And one of the, one of the great things about um, going around and still having an opportunity to consult with families is that I get to continue hearing stories and I get to continue um, being graced with opportunities to to help people see things differently and have breakthroughs in their home. Hey, Stefan. Hey, Brenda. And so I get to share some of that with you guys. And that's kind of the what triggered my uh, thought for the episode this evening is uh, the womb experience. You know, we, we don't take into consideration enough, enough, the impact of what's going on in the womb. The dynamics of what goes on in the womb, the energy of what goes on in the womb. And I've said this so many times in my lectures, and I actually got it from Thomas Verney, who wrote a book called The Secret Life of the Unborn Child, probably 15 years ago, 20 years, 20 years ago now. But Thomas Verney said that as early as the second trimester, the fetus is capable of psychological processing. Now you think about that. As early as the second trimester, this being that you are carrying and developing inside of you is actually thinking, can already think. And Mitch Gaynor, the author of Sounds of Healing, um, who passed away just a couple years ago, he's an MD, and uh, he said that in his book, The Sounds of Healing, he says that as early as the fourth week after conception, the fetus is capable of hearing. So there are so many things going on in the womb that they're pre-verbal. See, that's a, a psychology term. Pre-verbal means before you have words. And for years and years and years, the, the field of psychology discounted all of the pre-verbal um, pre stages of life because we didn't have words. And so psychology was basically saying that if you don't have words, then it doesn't exist. And we know now that that's been completely debunked that so many times, so many of the dynamics that you may be struggling with with your child, so many of the things that you may struggle with yourself, anxieties, fears, phobias, um, stomach ailments, migraines, things of that nature, physical health ailments can actually be, be tracked all the way back to your in, in utero period of development. And that's just a big deal. And what do you do with that? When I tell you that, and the reason I tell you that is because awareness is the first step to any transformation. 
before transformation can occur, you have to have an awareness. And so if I tell you that the anxiety you are dealing with right now could be tracked all the way back, traced all the way back to when you were in your mother's womb, that gives you something to start to wrap, wrap your brain around. That gives you something to start to consider. If I tell you that your sleep difficulties, your sleep challenges can be traced all the way back to the womb, all you have to do is start thinking about, well, what was going on with mom back then? What was going on with mom and dad? And then you take that. So I really like and really encourage parents to think about all the information I talk about, everything I talk about. Think about it in the context of yourself first. What was going on with your mother and father when you were in the womb? What was their relationship like? Because you know there was a mom and a dad because you, can't, you couldn't get cre created otherwise. So what was going on with mom? What was going on with dad? What was their relationship like? Maybe there was no relationship. Maybe mom was completely stressed out. Maybe it was a peaceful home. Maybe they were happy you were in that belly and dad was talking to that belly every single night. Who knows? Only you know. But a lot of times when we get older at 46, you know, 50, 60, 70, we stop thinking about that time, and that time still shows up in your life right now. John Bowlby said, the first three years of your life establishes the blueprints for all of your future relationships. We know now from the decade of the brain that those blueprints start from conception. They start from conception all the way forward, and they show up in your life and will continue to show up in your life. So what I'm telling you is that some of the biggest challenges that you consistently face and deal with have nothing to do with the life you're living right now and have everything to do with the life you lived in the womb. Some of the biggest challenges your children are going through right now, some of the things that you're experiencing with your children right now that make no sense to you, if you're an adopted parent or a foster parent or a kinship placement, it's because those things occurred to your child in the womb. And they are recreating those experiences over and over and over and over again. So just want to give you that to think about. Remember, guys, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from the same imprints and blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm and shock. Or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths and we can begin. We can begin slowly but surely the radical process of choosing love. And so I hope you guys will choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Before I close out, I'm just going to show you a little bit more of this New York uh, um, city line. Here, let me let me turn this camera around. That's a lot of people in a very small area. And it's an amazing city. It's so full of activity and energy. And this evening I'm in New York City. In the last, last um, yesterday evening, I was in Harlem and was also in Harlem this afternoon. And it just continues, guys, look at that. It just continues. I mean, it's just, it's amazing, and the camera doesn't even do it justice. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed the, the lifeline of uh, the city line. I keep saying lifeline. <laughs> lifeline, it's the city line. Um, 
There's another word I'm missing it. So someone can tell me. Thank you for sharing that, Renee. Okay, guys. Have a good evening, Big Papalosia, and I will uh, talk to you tomorrow.